Warning, the following events are based on personal accounts and recollections of three friends who too often find themselves in odd, weird, and flat-out absurd situations. We ask that you only enjoy the stories as they are told, and do not try them at home. Please listen at your own risk, bitches. Oil me up, pop an apple in my mouth, and cook me well done. We got another story for you, bitches. What does that have to do with this podcast? As creative director, I am charged with getting this shit started on the right foot. And that felt like the right foot. Let's just say your salary matches the work you do. So does yours. (laughs) Touche. Episode 14, titled, There's a Pussy on the Street, and I'm Eric. I'm Chris. And I'm Sarah, and on this week's episode, we have the highly requested, Schmitty! Sup, bitches? <laughs> the anticipation pretty, killed me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how you introduced yourself last time, too. Does that not work out for my personality? Not funny! <laughs> <laughs> Call me fucking scams. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get on our uh, duly required shit on scamps segment. Gotta fit it in somewhere. Anywho. That's what she said. This story is the origin and continuation of the location of a pussy from the hood. And that's all you need to know. And it's not the one scampers picked up. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Gotta fit it in somehow. (laughs) It's not the pussy scampers rode around in with it in his truck. (laughs) For all you fuckers who don't understand what we're talking about. This this, is a furry one. Yeah, for all you fuckers who don't understand what we're talking about, this is going to be the story about how we got our cat. (laughs) As the name implies. Much less fun (laughs) when you put it that way. (laughs) But what a cat. He, you know, he's had quite the life. He's spoiled. All right, so I think the best way to kick off this story is to explain how we found Shadow. So... When we lived in the urban environment, like we've said, we had a roommate. And this roommate, we call her Bay, had a Bay. Her Bay friend. Yeah, her Bay friend. <laughs> and they, Bay was coming, her Bay friend was coming over one night. And Shadow ran up to him and basically attacked his ankles. And so Bay friend picked him up and. He's like. Five weeks old at this time, six yeah. weeks old. Tiny, Tiny little, little thing. thing. Like you could fit him in a teacup, like this small little itty bitty guy. He was cute as fuck. He was so cute. And so Bay Friend brings him inside and is like, Hey, we found this cat. Don't worry, we're gonna take him to the shelter tomorrow, but do you guys care if he stays? And immediately I go into mom mode and I'm like, Oh my god, give me him, he's so cute. Let me like Wash him off with some Dawn soap and try to get him all cleaned up. He was like covered in fleas and just disgusting. <laughs> it was so bad. Like they were all over his eyes. And so we're washing him in the sink of the bathroom, just combing through, trying to get everything that we can off of him. And he was just the cutest little thing. So when we found him, originally we weren't going to keep him, we were going to turn him in. And that was that. Well, we're Turn not... him in like he's a wanted felon. Okay, well, we're going to, like, give him to the shelter. We're not cat people. We've never had a cat before. We didn't really know what to do with him. <laughs> I think Still we... don't know what to do with him. We gave him tuna the first night. Right. <laughs> Something well, like that. We've all grown up with dogs. And so I had a cat once when I was younger, but we had her for... We had the cat for a few months, and eventually we had to get rid of her. And so, I mean, I wouldn't say that I was experienced whatsoever. Like, I just, we didn't have them. So, I don't know what they, like, require. Or, I mean, for me, when we first got Shadow, I'm like, do we need to potty train the cat? Like, how is he going to know where to go? And everyone's like, he'll just figure it out. And I'm like, no, it's not like that. I mean, I've potty trained a puppy. There's no way. We also thought he was a she. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, that was a whole other thing. We were told from our, you know, vast knowledge of searching online. The Google. Right. The Google told us. Dr. Google. That most female cats have more than two colors. And you can't put anything on the internet that's not true. Right. And Shadow 
had this very interesting coat where underneath it was white, but from on the surface, it was like this gray and black color. So I was like, that's three colors. Okay, total chick, understood. Total chick. <laughs> he even walked like a chick. Right. And those hips swang. <laughs> so we went out and I was like, hell yeah, I have a daughter. I'm a proud mother of a daughter. Let's go out. Okay, hold on. Let me back up. If it's not clear to you listeners, we decided to keep him. Like the whole, let's turn him into the shelter the next day. That lasted like three hours. <laughs> yeah. No, we're keeping him. So we think this is our, our little sheep. We go to the store. We get a pink litter box, a pink food dip. Let me tell you all how I met Shadow. I got a Snapchat from Sarah, and it's this adorable little kitten. And she goes, oh my god, look what we have. And I tell her immediately to put that damn thing in the bathtub, because it has fleas. And she says, oh, we're taking care of it. We're washing it in Dawn soap, which is a good temporary measure to get fleas off of an animal. The next day, I believe everybody else had to do something, and I just happened to not have glass until like 2 p.m. So I ask Sarah here, if it is a boy or a girl, she tells me it is a girl, I go to the store and buy pink things, a pink litter box, a pink food dish, trying to figure out how old this cat is and what it can eat at this point in time. I buy it everything female because, you know, nature versus nurture, it's a female. Little did we know. Well, thank God, pink is his favorite color. I also want to clarify, Schmitty's also nosy as shit, so when she found out we had a cat, she had to come over and see it. It was not for a... Well, I guess I'm in the neighborhood. I'll stop by. It was, oh my God, you can't, I'm coming. And nobody wanted to be just hanging out in this neighborhood. Right. If I remember correctly, I showed up with a pair of tweezers and a herbal flea bath for this damn cat because it was too young to get an original flea bath. I believe it smelled like cinnamon and lemon juice. Yum. Highlight of my life. I was there from the start, baby. I you also you. feed him whatever he looks at you. So. Which is why the vet said he's overweight. Today, she makes the comment, yeah, um, he, he could stand to lose a few pounds. <laughs> I was like, no shit. <laughs> Anyways, so this cat, Shadow, like I said, from the beginning, we thought it was a female. At one point, his name was even Boo. Like, he was this cute little thing, and we thought it was a little daughter. And I remember taking Shadow to the vet, and I was like, yeah, she's got a little attitude. And the vet was like, yeah, I see why. You're, you're she's a he. <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit. No wonder he's so pissed off. His entire life's been enrolled around pink and he's a dude. Like Dudes can like pink, too. Ours doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and for those of you that are not cat people, guy, cats, little things are tucked up in there. And we did not know that. So when we spread his legs, it looked like a thing. Not a thing. Uh, um, it looked like he was thingless. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs, really easy. Cats, really hard to tell. Apparently not so much. Also, we'll get to this later, but the vet told us that Shadow had a small, wimpy penis, so that's also probably why we couldn't see it. Ouch. Anyway. Hurtful. But true. You can still love somebody with a small dick, Shmitty. Size doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> Y'all are going to be the ones that... Let me fucking start. (laughs) I'm sorry. The joke was there and I was like, I got to take it. I was about to flip it on you. (laughs) So, like we said, we had no idea what to do with this cat. So we washed him the best we could and got all the fleas off of him and gave him tuna to eat because I'm pretty sure that's what they say to do in the movies. So we gave him tuna and then... um, we, at this point, uh, the, this was the first night. We didn't even have a cage yet, so we put him in an old moving box because this was a couple months after we moved, and we just, like, go to bed. And so he slept in my room. For and- some reason, I thought, let's just put this cat in this box, and it's going to be like Oliver and company. and He's just going to sleep there, and he's going to be cool with it. <laughs> he's going to be so happy. He's going to be like, at least I'm inside. That motherfucker was so loud Every fucking second. Oh, he let us hear about it for a while. He wouldn't shut up. He finally went to bed, and I woke up to him at like three in the morning doing the same thing. I just rolled over like he'll eventually go to sleep. I also had class in the morning. Next thing I know, 
this poor guy is shitting all over the the box. I mean, I you know when you hear it, and you're like, oh, he got the runs. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. It was like explosive <laughs> diarrhea, and you just see his tail go straight up, and it's like a fucking shotgun, <laughs> like a cannon. <laughs> Out of this tiny little teacup cat. <laughs> Speaking of the devil. Hilarious. He looks like a Ninja Turtle, right? His little green bands. <laughs> it's like he's like he was exercising. He's got sweatbands on. <laughs> That's what it looks like. And he doesn't like him. He's like walking with his ass up. I know. I was just take him off. Look how angry he is. I was just take him off. He looks like a Ninja Turtle. So he's so cute. <laughs> like, go, go, Ninja Turtle. He's like, are you talking about me? Hello. He's pissed. Look at his tail. Hello, boo. Hey, come here. Shadow. Come here. He's like, do you know I fucking went to Anyway, the, the next, after he shit himself, shit his brains out, he did go to bed. He stopped meowing. I mean. <laughs> it probably wore him out. Well, yeah, don't you sleep very well after you have a nice violent shit? Yeah. <laughs> Puts you right to sleep. Yeah, it's exhausting. But, oh, hell, he's cute. We'll keep him. <laughs> Nice segue. <laughs> I think between all the fleas and the pink stuff and the explosive diarrhea, we were in love. <laughs> it wouldn't be at that this point. This is parenthood. <laughs> what else do you need in a relationship? Nothing. He was just so cute and he was so sweet. The problem was, like we mentioned earlier, none of us had had a cat before. So we were training him like a dog. So we took him on car rides, and I remember him sitting on the dash car in the ride. Buick. Took him on car rides! <laughs> <laughs> and we took him on car rides, and I remember him sitting on the dash of the Buick, and me and Schmidt are just going to Starbucks, and he's just hanging out, chilling, living his best life. Like, he was so excited, and... Yeah, so our cat, he's very, very social just because we've always trained him to be so. He's not really a douchebag. He's kind of a total babe. Most of the time. (laughs) And in his early months, um, I'd give him, you know, a month. That was when the house got broken into by Cinderfella. See episode 13. Yes. And so for there, we were like, okay, he's our guard cat. And we're like, okay, that sounds fucking stupid. We can't put a window to the side where the cat. Like, we were still going to break in here. This is dumb. And that was when we decided we also need to get a dog. And so that's when the friendship of Garen and Shadow blossomed. Yeah, they bonded pretty quickly. But Shadow was almost taken from us too young by my, Eric. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so this... It was a little while after you got Garen. Because Shadow, he was bigger. He wasn't like the insane, itty-bitty, tiny little thing that he was when y'all got him. So he had grown a little bit. but So at y'all's hood house, couch. Urban environment? At y'all's hood house, the couch y'all had at your hood house reclined. It had kind of like three different sections it broke down into. And on the ends, there were recliners, and it was super nice and comfortable. Well, I was over one day with the engineer and probably some others doing God knows what. And I was sitting on the couch watching TV or something with my legs all... We were just, like, shooting the shit in the living room. Yeah, we were just chilling. I was all reclined back and enjoying myself and comfy as could be. Well, I go to get up, and as soon as I start to push down the leggy holder upper thingy, someone's like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. And I was like, oh, God, why? So I, like, let go and let it come back up. Well, in that very brief period of time, from when I pushed it down and let it back up, Shadow had tried to crawl through the metal linkages and shit that were in the couch that helped it, you know, expand and contract, if you will. And his, basically, when it opened back up, it was, like, kind of clamped down around his neck. And he couldn't get out. He done got stuck there. He was stuck. And he was real unhappy about it. Well, he knew he was stuck, so he tried to, like, pull his head out. Mm. But his head was too big for the spot, the space that he had. And it was to the point where, like, if we moved it either way, it just clamped down on his neck more. Yeah. And so he'd pull, and he was basically choking himself. So we had a mess on our hands. (laughs) Let me set the scene here to just make sure that we're very clear about how confined his head is. Think of it like you have a belt fold in your hands with the two ends in one of your hands and the, the bend in the other hand. And you can push it together and make a big hole and pull it and it makes it really, really tight. 
That's basically where the cat's head is. It's right in that big hole and, and pushing really tight and all that shit. But when you opened it, it still wasn't big enough to get his head out. I don't know how he got his head in there. but Yeah, so I think when... He, well, so what happened was, as he reclined, the cat like moved with him and got right in that spot. And then he came back and he was trapped. So he just happened to move right at the right time. And that also was kind of how we got him out was we had to kind of pull him back with the chair as we were moving but the problem was we really couldn't see that as the like the answer because he is spinning and flipping and freaking the fuck out because he can't breathe so all you hear is (laughs) and he's just spinning and moving his body so we're like trying to grab him and help him anytime you touch him he immediately panics and just starts he was like, freaking he was out. Losing his mind. <laughs> trying to defend our attempted murder of the cat. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the, his fault. <laughs> well, yeah, and the way the couch moved, like if we tried to push it down again, it basically clamped down harder before it would open back up again. It was an interesting little setup, and it's two separate pieces of metal it's that a moved together. Old school couch. Yeah. It's still upstairs. We still have the uh, weapon of attempted the murder. PTSD it's couch. not that old style of a couch, it's just a fucking lazy boy. That's all it is. It's Lazy Boy Recliner. Old school. Lazy Boy is about to be a murderer. <laughs> Moral of the story. Uh, curiosity almost killed the cat. Yeah. So we spent, I don't know how long, probably uh, 20, was, 30 minutes, yeah. probably more, trying to, we had screwdrivers and we were just taking this couch apart piece by piece and we couldn't get these pieces of metal to move. Like we are taking all these screws that we thought would just make these pieces of metal fall and he'd be fine, but nothing was happening. Well, and at one point, the way we were trying to open it just kept clamping down on him, which yeah. made him freak out even more. Yeah. It was a mess. <laughs> and he was like, if you've ever seen, like, an alligator, like, attack an animal and then roll with it, that's basically what he was doing in this couch. As much, much as he could move, but it was around his neck, and yeah. it was, probably didn't feel good. Then eventually, I think the engineer just said, fuck it, and he started... He engineered. <laughs> he did engineer things, and he was like... Planted himself up against the couch and started pulling on these pieces of metal like the opposite direction, which they move like horizontally versus vertically, I guess. And he just pried it open long enough, like all the strength he had, until the cat broke himself free, and he ran to the kitchen and hid. Oh no, no. What? What did you say the engineer did? Because what the engineer did is he didn't pry the metal. He eventually realized he sat there and he he like evaluated it and said, "What we need to do is." Pal, you need to start reclining, and as you're reclining, we're going to pull his body with him and pull him out. He, he pulled the metal sideways. Anyway, once we got you him out... You weren't down there looking at it. <laughs> I was behind the couch crying. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you couldn't see you had tears in your eyes. Once we got him out, he... I mean, as slow as is physically possible, wandered over to his water dish and stopped short and just sat there and stared at his water. Oh, yeah, he was hella depressed. <laughs> he he like, just sat there and, like, stared at his water like he was contemplating life and everything that's happened <laughs> up to this point. Like, how the fuck did I end up here? He's like, like I should have stayed on the streets. I know, the streets weren't this bad. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway. So, like we said, after we had the break-in event, we decided we need a guard dog. And we ended up getting a 10-pound puppy. Because we also didn't want a full-grown dog trying to take over the house and also trying to kill the cat. Yeah, that's what I was for. So, when we got Garen, they were roughly the same size. I mean, Shadow was a little bit smaller, but, I mean, they, they matched. And they were best friends. Uh, we had um, a futon with, like, a little shelf. I mean, the, the back of the futon kind of turned into a shelf. And they would hang out back there all the time. There was, um, I think Schmitty made a little bed for him. But yeah, they were best friends and um, got along really well, like about as well as we could have expected, which was great. Until we had a little snafu with Bay. This fucking bitch. (laughs) So, good old Bay. We don't hold grudges or anything. So, good old Bay decided that. She didn't appreciate that we asked her to pick up her nasty band-aid off the fucking table. And she didn't appreciate that we asked her to clean her fucking blood off the toilet. And she didn't appreciate that we asked that she do the fucking dishes. So therefore, we were harassing her and she was moving out. And so, her one last hoorah was to let the rental company know, by the way, they have a cat in the house that you don't know about. So... She moves out. We then get a letter from the rental company letting us know that they're aware this has happened and 
we have a $500 bill that we now have to pay. And we're, we as broke as shit. Right. Like, we're still broke as shit. Absolutely. <laughs> See episode 13. <laughs> yeah. We're looking for sponsors if y'all know anybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we then have to pay this bill and we're told that he's not allowed to live there. The dog is fine, but the cat has to go. So we ended up reaching out to Scamper's sister who ended up taking him in for, I think it was like, what, like three months? It was a while. And it was a long time. And so it was, you know, every weekend or so we'd actually get to see him. But for a while we couldn't. He was living with another cat at her house. And then finally, once we moved out of that urban environment and got to our new apartment, we were able to then bring him back home. And now he's home with us. He tries to run away every once in a while, but it's fine. He comes back to his food. Oh, yeah. He's food motivated very much. Very much food motivated. So are we. He gets from his parents. So now we fast forward two two and a half three years or so we moved i have now moved in with these two hooligans and these two crazy animals and shadow almost dies again just as close to death <laughs> you've probably oh, a little closer this time much closer much much closer yeah he's at the hospital well the, you guys were gone the week that weekend yeah we had the ball so oh, we right. we knew he was kind of slowing down and something was wrong, but we thought we could wait till Monday. I think you guys like spent the weekend. No, you left on Sunday. We knew something was wrong, and it got to the point that Sunday morning he like was not leaving his litter box. He wasn't eating. He wasn't drinking. He just laid there, which is not like him at all. And you were basically looking for an emergency room for him at that point, right? Because remember you well, calling us asking. I called and I was like, something's wrong. Every time I try to move him, he just like groans. He doesn't move. Like his belly has ballooned. Something's up. I think you asked me like, do you think you can make it to Monday? I'm like, well, yeah, he's fine, I think. <laughs> I don't know. But I closed him in the bathroom so, he w- so the dogs would leave him alone and I checked on him a couple hours later, and there was this, like, yellow stuff on the counter, or on the floor. And I, I think I called you again. I was like, this is disgusting. I have no idea what it is, but something is really wrong with him. And while I was in there, he vomited more yellow stuff. Well, it turns out that was urine. He, the food we were giving him, I guess, was producing crystals in his bladder. And so his bladder got blocked up, and it had to come out somehow so it came out the other end well and that's the thing is a lot this is actually very common in male cats is that they'll start producing crystals and they'll get backed up and you know i guess we had noticed that he was putting on weight but it got to the point that this weight that we had noticed he was putting on was his bladder and his bladder was the size of a grapefruit and so he had slowly just kept getting backed up worse and worse and worse and then it got to the point that he just he couldn't be and then yeah he had to get rid of the the urine somehow so he starts throwing it up and it got really really bad and it was monday morning and i was like we have to go to the vet so me and eric hop in the car and we go to the vet right around the corner and we drop him off and i remember us going in there and he was just laying in his cage and would not move like there was no energy there was no meowing it was like honestly like the life was draining out of him and he usually lets you know right (laughs) when he goes to the vet he lets you know i remember when we came down in the morning to get him out of the bathroom he was just laying there not moving meowing like he was in pain and he was just wet he's just like Mm -hmm. soaking wet like this is oh i forgot about something's very very wrong this is before we knew it was him basically laying in his own piss but yeah he was really backed up and they said there's even urine in his bloodstream yeah how bad it was and so they ended up taking him in and they're like listen we're gonna go ahead and take care of him we'll give you a call a little bit with an update so they called us back and kind of told us what was going on and that there was blood in his urine and that he's not doing well they need to keep him for a few nights they are going to put a catheter in him and that's basically going to help him pee and they're just going to kind of watch it from there and we're like okay so they did that they were able to i guess basically deflate his bladder and then there was a chance that, and they told us this, that when they go to pull the catheter out, that he is going to, there's going to be scar tissue, which then will basically close him up again and he would not be able to pee. The process starts all over. Right. So if this was the case, book club, that meant that we were going to have to pull out the catheter. He was going to get closed up. Well, what do you do? You make him a girl. You cut it off. <laughs> That's exactly what the vet said. Right. <laughs> 
I think their exact words were, you remove his boy parts and you give him girl parts. Right. And this is when we were told he's got a wimpy penis. A small wimpy penis. (laughs) A small wimpy penis. And they're like, we can just cut it off and yeah, we'll just make him a vagina. Or they said you could put him down. And that's not happening, guys. that uh, surgery is a very expensive one. It was. And we had already sank a lot of money into what was already going on so at this point we've started we all might as well the, keep going yeah all the blood tests and everything else we had put so much money into into this whole entire like fiasco and i was like no i can't i cannot lose him he is still very young i want him in my life he still has a lot of life left this like cat has already survived the streets he almost had his head popped off right i'm hey, like a little bit of food gonna take him down <laughs> right <laughs> i think the fuck not we said he's food motivated it would be what you love that takes you out <laughs> let me let, let's take a pause for a second so we shit on scampers a lot in this show i don't know what you're talking about the, the episode 13 <laughs> He yeah. and twelve and eleven and ten. If you if you listen to this podcast and you have a pulse, you know we shit on scampers. He loves this cat. He's a cat person. He likes pussy. See episode thirteen. He was like every hour texting us, asking what was going on with Shadow, and so when we told him what was going on, he even made me money for the surgery, and he didn't have to. No, I believe that, and because I mean, it ended up costing us what close to like. It was twenty five hundred. It was a lot of money. And yeah, we, like we said, we're broke. And so that's a lot of money that we had to put together very quickly. And luckily, they were able to pull out his catheter, and everything was okay. There was no scar tissue, and he was good to go. The only thing is, we're then signing up for he now needs to have prescription cat food. Well, we get you got the prescription cat food, and the problem was then we took him home, and he seemed fine, but then he wouldn't eat. He refused to yeah. eat anything. We Which is also the... not like this cat. Oh, no. He, like we said, very food motivated. We like, literally had guys... to shove medication down his throat to make him hungry. So it got to a point where he refused to eat and f- for a couple days. So I know Sarah kept calling the vet, trying to figure out what to do. And we had to take him back. And they gave him an IV for whatever nutritional shit cats need. And I think he stayed another day or so. And then the... Well, he wasn't eating, and so I was worried, and he kept stress peeing, and so He I, would stress pee. Yeah. Like, he'd we- He'd get upset, and he'd go, and he'd just pee and stare at you. At, <laughs> no, at the house we were in at the time, we had an extra bedroom, and that's where we put him, so the, the dogs would leave him alone. And when we would go in and, like, try to force feed his, him his medicine, he would take it, um, not by choice- and then immediately go to his litter box and pee and watch us. <laughs> it was really strange. <laughs> it was. I'm. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know what cats normally do, but it was weird. <laughs> well, I remember I was really worried because I was like, he's not eating. Like I'm worried something's going on. So then we took him back because I'm like, listen, like you guys need to look at him, do blood work. Like I need to know if everything's okay. And so they were doing blood work and and they said everything was fine. They were like, he just probably doesn't have an appetite. So you guys need to give him this medicine to give him an appetite, and then you need to get him to eat food. Try giving him this expensive ass wet food yeah they said that this is the smelliest shit they make and usually for cats the smellier and nastier the better for them i mean they shit in a box so yeah i mean true and i remember the vet kind of and it flushes (laughs) it goes bye-bye usually if you do (laughs) anyway i remember the vet kind of giving us the look again like and if he doesn't eat this then we got to have that conversation again. Like, oh, dear God, about putting him down again. He doesn't fucking eat. Well, I remember, cause since y'all two had to be at class and work early, I didn't work till noon then. So I'd get up in the morning, and I remember I'd go lay on the floor with him in the room with one of these nasty-ass cans of food, trying to get him to do something with it. And I was so fucking excited when he slowly came up to it, and he, he just licked it. That's all he did was lick it. I'm like, that's step, because he wouldn't even do that before. And then eventually, after a while, he started eating a little bit, and he slowly got better. And like y'all said, he now has this expensive-ass prescription cat food. And who knew there was even such a thing? Well, I remember when... He's stressed. (laughs) It's stress-free cat food. Cats are weird. (laughs) I don't understand cats. I'll never forget, one of the most ridiculous parts of this event was the first vet we went to, they brought Sarah and I just 
you know, to the little private room after leaving the lobby. And Sarah's about in tears at this point, just because she's so worried about Shadow. And I think they took him back, so it's just you and I in the room, and I'm, you know, trying to be my sweet, adorable, comforting self. And you were, I think, just sort of starting to calm down, and then you looked up. <laughs> I was and, just thinking about and this. The, <laughs> the fucking vet office, the ceiling is painted. They have, I guess it's not painted, it's actually a big picture blown up. It takes up the whole ceiling of this room, and it's clouds. And a bunch of animals basically looking down on you from heaven. <laughs> She's like, oh no, he's going to go there. I, I was like, why the fuck would they put that there? I think I the day after. Sobbing, like ugly crying. I was like, there's going to be shadows. And I was like, they're they're going to put him up like, there. Honestly, and all these dogs and like animals and cats are looking down like, come join us. I'm like, you leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> join the dark side. I, I will never understand why the vet put that there. That's a terrible idea. That is awful. <laughs> I was sobbing. Like, that was my breaking point. I was keeping it together for the most part. And when I saw that, game over. I was like, nope. They're trying to get him. They're trying to get my cat. And I won't allow it. Like, I was so upset. It was... like so insensitive i don't know if we said this but he stayed at the hospital for a couple days so there was one day i had class early and i went and visited him and i saw the same thing (laughs) of course he was better by then so he was like excited to see me and and running around the broom and whatever but it's like you poor fucking thing (laughs) you're like on the brink of death and these these pets are just welcoming you (laughs) like oh yeah we've been there come on (laughs) but i remember yeah i remember when we went and visited him and we always made fun of him for being pretty chunky and after they deflated him the first time he his skin was like hanging off his spine he was really skinny and like he just had extra skin that was like blown in the wind like a piece of paper like he just all this extra flab and fur hanging off like let's put it this way about club when he went in he was probably about what 25 pounds when he Uh, left i don't think that much when he first went in there because he lost like 15 pounds when he left. He it was, was like, he, he lost like half his body weight. Yeah. yeah. So when he left, he was like 10 pounds. I was like, when we picked him up, we're like, holy shit, he's light as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, you skinny. I'm sorry to call you fat. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my God, you can fit your sweater skin. <laughs> <laughs> your sweater. Speaking of sweaters, there one of my favorite pictures of our pets. When we were at our first apartment, there's a chair by the door. Or, yeah, by the sliding door. And, of course, they both like to look out because there's geese out there. By the way, fuck geese. Do you remember when that one goose died in the pond? Where he got stuck upside down and the fucking goose mafia came to visit him? Yeah. (laughs) I was telling one of my patients about that. I was, too. Because I saw... Tell your patients about that. Yeah. (laughs) I saw a goose crossing the road. There was, like, a bunch of them. And I was like, you know, we had this pond at our old apartment. And this one goose got, like, stuck. And he, like, freaked himself out and got stuck upside down to basically where he drowned. And so his dead body is just laying in the pond. And I'm not kidding. Probably, like, 20 geese came and sat right by the body, like, on the land. And just sat there and stared at his body. They would come back, like, every day for a week after that, too. Yeah, it was, it like was the saddest thing. the family thing. of the mafia. Just like... That's what I'm saying. I was like, this goose had a fucking hit out on him. And the mafia is coming to make sure the job got done. <laughs> Just gonna make sure Frankie's still dead. <laughs> Jesus. It was so sad. Honestly, it was over a holiday weekend. I think, I want to say maybe the 4th of July. And so even the maintenance staff at the apartment, it took them so long to get out there to actually remove the geese from the pond. It was. He was there for a while. Yeah, it was so sad. Anyway, so like I was saying. <laughs> we digress. My favorite picture. They're both sitting on this couch. So Shadow's on the back of the chair with um, like an Ohio State shirt on and... I mean, he finally gained some weight, so he looked like a little fucking linebacker. <laughs> and then Garen's sitting under, yeah, Garen's sitting under him. Like, I think he had an Ohio State shirt on, too. It was just, it was cute. I, we, we talked a little bit about when we took him on car rides. We took him on car rides when he was still really young, and his head was, like, as big as his body. <laughs> so we had, um, me and the bouncer had season tickets to Ohio State games because we were both going to school at the, there at the time. And you would take us to games so we didn't have to deal with parking because that was a whole mess. And um, there's that. a picture you sent us after we left or after we went to the game and you guys were on your way back of him sitting on the, the chair in your boat. And his, like, he, he's, his head's kind of cocked to the side, but it, like it's so disproportionate. It like looks like he should fall over. Like, his head is so big compared to his body. He had a massive head for a kid. It was huge. And 
I just remember, like, he loved car rides. And then it got to the point where he's not a fan of them anymore. But when he was younger, he used to love them. And I remember we, like, try to take him on walks. And fucking Schmitty here was like, I'm going to take him for a walk. I catch them not even, like, 10 yards away and Shadow's playing in a mud pile. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you doing? It was, like, right outside our little patio that there's a spot where rain just, like, puddles. And that's what he played in. <laughs> And Let it happened more than fun. once, because he like he would sneak out if we left the door open and somehow the screen got open. He would sneak out and play in the mud. Oh yeah, he didn't really want to walk anywhere, but he would just sit over there as little paws, just pat 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 pat, just playing in the mud. And he's got and also we'll post a picture of him on Instagram so you guys can see what he looks like. He has the cutest little white paws, so it's not like you're not going to notice them covered in fucking mud. Like it was very obvious. <laughs> I try to bring out the adventures in Shadow. We go on walks. I try to take him in the car ride. I recently purchased him a stroller for his convenience so he can be taken around town. Didn't you guys get him the cat condo? We did. I ordered a cat condo to Sarah's house um, and asked her to put it together. And uh, he loves cat condo. I I just really try to bring out the best in the cat and give cat the best life because um, I think he'll be probably the one and the only cat that you guys own. I never plan on owning a cat. I sure hope so. Um... So yeah, I just thought I'd give him the best life possible while he is still here. Well, we already used one of his lives on the on the chair incident. Oh, he's oh, and several. one, and a couple. At the Bladder. Almost he survived. Transgender incident. <laughs> he survived like wow. six weeks on the streets. <laughs> he's sifting through those nine lives quite quickly, and that was all before he was like four years old. So yeah, I'm just trying to provide Shadow with the best life I possibly can for him not being my cat. It was an update. We were worried about him recently. We thought he might be having the same blockage issues again because he's uh, been packing on the pounds lately, it seems. His quarantine 15 have finally started showing up. And he peed on the couch one night, which is very unlike him. So Sarah just took him to the vet today. And they called him like, nope, he's just fat. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> he's been stress eating his uh, healthy urinary care food. Quarantine got the best of everybody. The only other story I can think of with him, this was actually at this apartment. So the way this apartment is set up, it's kind of in a big circle. And our the back of the couch is to where the laundry room is. And the laundry room is where his cat condo is. So he the laundry room is kind of a safe haven because the dogs aren't tall enough to get in there. One day I was playing with Garen. And he we have these little tennis balls that he loves because they squeak. And I was you know, playing fetch with him, and he'd bring it back while I decided to shake things up and throw it behind the couch towards the living room. <laughs> well, I had no idea the cat was around the corner, and I turned to throw it and did not realize till after I threw it that he was around the corner. <laughs> this poor cat got smacked in the face with a tennis ball. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> His face, I mean, it hit him square in the nose, <laughs> and he had that, like, really shocked, like, ears pinned back, mouth open, like, eyes, eyes, like, curled. Oh, my God. That was funny. I remember when we lived down to the house, and Sarah's cousin, the bounty hunter, was over, and she has this big, beautiful mastiff, who is the sweetest dog, and she brought her down. We would usually put Shadow in like the laundry room to roam around when any other extra dogs would come around just because they didn't always get along and Shadow was terrified. But at night, we would let him out when everyone went to bed. Well, I remember I was downstairs the next morning and Shadow was just hanging out on the high-top kitchen table that we had. And then I hear this big, pretty mastiff come charging down the steps in the morning and she hadn't seen Shadow yet. Well, she's just walking around and then she just pokes her head up and she's eye to eye with him at this high top table because she's like 150 pound dog and shadow was not happy he is sitting there like christian said his ears are pinned back he is hissing and he's throwing a fit because he's pissed because he <laughs> thinks this dog's about to eat him in one bite and she's just up there sniffing him and trying to see what's going on i don't on. know if he had seen the dog before so he's, no he yeah. had no idea any dog can be that high yeah because he because he likes to jump up on the table to hide from our two dogs but Jumping up on here didn't him no good to this big giant mastiff, and he was not happy. Yeah, he did the same thing with Zeke. Uh, my parents' dog is not quite as big, but still relatively fluffy. And um, <laughs> real fluffy. Yeah. 
he's I mean he is a little more um well, he's, <laughs> he's a little more protective I guess and I don't know if he's ever been around cats so he saw shadow and this was before we had a chance to put him up and he barked at shadow and chased him <laughs> same look I mean he jumped up on the washer and ears pinned back like someone help me <laughs> Schmitty do you remember when we were at the apartment the one day and like we said we had a lot of, there's a lot of geese around this apartment and these <laughs> geese started climbing up on our patio and shadow ran charged at the door and popped the screen oh God, right I out of the door <laughs> and me and Katie were like oh fuck because oh, yeah, you had the actual sliding door open but just Please the screen closed yeah and no, me and Schmitty were like oh fuck because, yeah, we had the door open, so it was just a screen. And these geese are on our patio. Like, there is l- nothing in between them. And Shadow got all, he got down like a little hunter and just sprung and charged right at the door. And that screen popped right out. Me and Schmitty were like, oh, shit. And then from us screaming, Shadow took off then. Like, oh, fuck, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like <laughs> He knocked the screen off the hinges with that. Yeah, he did. He popped it right off. And then me and Schmitty are freaking out. Because literally, these geese are just walking in our apartment at this point. You have an <laughs> army of geese. The same geese that killed the other one. The like whole you me. <laughs> and I'm like, how do I call Chris? Um, we have geese in the living room. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't fly with We're me. We're bunkered in the bedroom. Can you come help us? <laughs> uh, we need some assistance. Um, ignore the geese on the couch. Well, speaking of the screen door, there was one day, um, this apartment was like, kind of catty corner to the leasing office so we were right by the gym and i was coming back from the gym one day and sarah just happened to be in the, the shower and you know i'm walking up to the the door and the door's open and i see shadow like wandering out in the grass what the hell <laughs> so i i go like because we I, I had no idea if garen was still there the door is open so i uh, luckily he <laughs> was laying in front of the screen, <laughs> ignoring the fact that it was open, just watching Shadow wander around the grass. <laughs> so I go, like, shut the door real quick and start chasing Shadow. And, of course, he thinks he's in trouble, so he's running under the stairs and around corners trying to hide from me. I eventually chased him back into the apartment. but Shadow was the best, though, when we were at that apartment because I felt like he was always our late-night drinking buddy. Like, when everyone was really, really drunk, that's when he got social. and He'd come out and he'd hang out. And I remember the bouncer fed him fucking pretzels. And <laughs> <laughs> that caused him to throw up everywhere, including in the bouncer's shoes. <laughs> Karma. There's and, a life there, too. And I remember the one night me and Schmitty were drinking, and we're like, let's fucking do bread cat. <laughs> like, get a piece of bread, and let's put this around this cat's face, and we're making bread cat. How'd that go? He has never been so mad at me. <laughs> We have a picture of it, and I'll post that as well, but he was pissed. And he went, at that point, no, he was done with us. He ran, and he hid behind the couch, and he was not fucking with us the rest of the night. He was so <laughs> bad. He is like every meme you see about cats, like, you know, zooming around a building or whatever. When the dogs go to bed, that is exactly what he does. You just hear, like, ba-doom, 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 ba-doom. like looking around, like, what's that? Well, the cat's just fucking running around, because he comes out once the dogs go to sleep. And he's all about adventuring and playing with all his toys and throwing them down the stairs and going nuts. There have been times at this apartment, because we have hardwood, a little over a year ago we had an issue with the rat getting in our house. So, like, there are times in the morning when I'm getting ready for bed or getting ready for work, I'll hear, like, something rolling around. Sounds just like the rat did. So I peer around the corner and Shadow just got a toy in his mouth, like, looking at me. Like, I'm interrupting his playtime. Oh, and let's just, since you brought this up, let's just go ahead and identify this. When we had that fucking rat problem... Shadow didn't do anything about it. Useless. <laughs> he, he was he was more concerned about his food. Right. Well, he watched the rat run right past him, and he just looked at it and started licking his paws. I'm like, you gonna do something? Like, he's like, this is what y'all get for bringing two dogs into this bitch. <laughs> right. And he's just licking his paws like, hmm, maybe, you shouldn't have locked, maybe you shouldn't have locked me up. Maybe I would have taken care of this to begin with. Maybe you should have almost cut my head off four years ago. Right. I remember. <laughs> Petra's farm remembers. <clears throat> also, speaking of like late night adventures, around Christmas time, Shadow oh, this is bastard. a fucking handful. I really believe that it is like crack. And as soon as he sees those little Christmas lights come out, he can't control himself. He has no self-control whatsoever. And I think this is the only year that I can think of that he did not knock over a Christmas tree. 
Yeah, it usually happens. <laughs> I think he stole broken ornament, though. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. No, between him and Garen, they terrorize my tree. So what they'll do is Shadow will get into the tree, and he'll knock the ornaments off, and then Garen will shred the ornaments. And so by the time Christmas comes around, just the top half of my tree is decorated. The rest of it's gone. <laughs> it was two years ago. I remember being in bed, and I was about to fall asleep, maybe like 11.30, and I just hear the tree fall over, and me and Schmitty have our own personal trees where every year we buy ornaments for each other and put these on this, put them on the tree. And Shadow had knocked over my personal ornament tree and shattered like over half of these personal ornaments that Schmitty has made me or that Schmitty has bought me. And I storm out into the living room and I'm like, what the hell? And you just see Shadow's little head pop up from behind the tree and just look at me. <laughs> <laughs> terrified his eyes are huge and you can tell he's like oh shit (laughs) here comes almost death experience round three i know like oh no i just wanted the lights i'm so sorry my addiction's gotten the best of me (laughs) crack kills man the first or no it would have been the second christmas we had them um it was the first one at the apartment and we went to something on campus so we were gone for a couple hours, and I mean, this had to have been right after we put the tree up. And we came back, and we, because usually we walk by the sliding door, so we can see into the apartment. We just can't get in. We saw broken ornaments all over the carpet. So we like rush in, and <laughs> Shadow's standing by the tree, and Garen's laying down, shredding an ornament, and they're both just happy as can be. <laughs> Look what we found. <laughs> Well, no, and they both were like looking at us like, well, I don't know who did it. Like, are you fucking kidding me? We know it's you two. Like, what do you mean? And then do you remember the time was, were you the one who was there? No, you did it, Chris. We're, we're talking about Shadow, it. you said that Shadow smelled a candle and burnt his whiskers. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Love dumbass. I lit a candle on the, the table and he got really close to it and um, his whiskers were seared. Yeah, and they looked all crazy on the one side. Like, it's just like one wild, side. Like, <laughs> like a mad, mad scientist. Right. It was so bad. So for one, one beautiful summer when my parents kicked me out of the house, I lived in Sarah and Chris's apartment. I, I had a blow-up mattress that I'd set up every night in the living room. And um, I don't know if it's quite been explained, but they, they typically lock Shadow out of the bedroom at night so the dogs don't terrorize cat and the cat doesn't terrorize dogs so i was out in a blow-up mattress in the living room with shadow who's not declawed um figured out how to patch a air mattress very quickly apparently <laughs> uh tire patches bike tire patches are the, the best form of patching um but this this motherfucker would accidentally put a hole just hopping up because it was a tall air mattress i spent some money on this he likes to cuddle too yeah it doesn't help anything he's a very cuddly cat and plus, I went to bed with my hair wet, and there's nothing that cat likes more than fucking hair. He loves hair. That's true. So he'd, <laughs> he'd try to pull himself up on there, and then he'd accidentally put a hole in it, and that motherfucker would sit there and just peer over top of the hole and take his little cute little paws and just try to, like, stop the hole and block the air from coming out <laughs> and then get his nose real close to it because, like, it's making all this noise because it's a lot of air trying to come out of a small hole um and he would just sit there and just be so cute about it so i just wake up as the fact that like you know i'm sinking and it's definitely not morning i de- definitely don't have enough sleep at this point in time to feel like i'm supposed to because you know you always wake up in your mattress it's kind of deflated it's deflated way too quickly for how little sleep that i have and this motherfucker would just be sitting there just like oh hi there's a hole it's making noise and just staring at it and it was the cutest but also the most annoying thing i've ever dealt with with this stupid cat i feel like that's how he is. A incredibly adorable, really fucking frustrating. <laughs> like how much I wanted to eat the cat, ten out of ten. But at the you same time, throw him out with the geese. At the same time, he was so freaking cute about the whole thing. Like he very much is a very curious cat, but he's a very—he's not a douchebag. He's just curious, and then it gets him into trouble, and then he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> somebody, please deal with this." I'm in danger. Right, and so like with the blood mattress, like it was like he just wanted to cuddle, but he's like, "Oh no, um, Spitty, we gotta, we're going down here, honey." Like, <laughs> you gotta patch us. This, this is what happened on the Titanic. We yeah. gotta go. <laughs> I found your hole. If you don't do something about this, I'm leaving. <laughs> But you used the hell out of that Walmart return policy on that mattress. 
<laughs> she had 90 days. And it was like she was constantly returning them because they kept popping. <laughs> She's like, defected. And I'm like, you've returned like four of these. <laughs> like, they're going to cut you off one day. It's a damn distinction. A bad brand. <laughs> I know. And the, the, you think they'd be like, it's not working out. Do you just want your money back? No, new mattress, please. <laughs> Do you want a real mattress this time? Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. He's adorable. And before we go, I think it's important to mention that this cat is now about six and a half years old. Cats usually live, what, 18, 20 years? Mm-hmm. Not at There's, this rate. Well, maybe not at this rate. But there's also likely a whole lot more bullshit he's going to get into at this current rate. He sifts through these lives very quickly. He's insane. He's cute as fuck, though. And with that being said, Book Club, if you want to hear more about our other pet pets, please... You don't got a choice. You're going to hear about him. Don't <laughs> listen to her. Let us know. We do have two other animals that... Um, Cause just as much trouble. Right. Surprisingly, we don't get our animals in a normal way. One we bought on vacation yeah. and one we got in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and Shadow was homeless, so... That kind of sums up our life and all these stories. Nothing works out the way it should. No, like... We had the best of intentions this time. Though. There is a path, guys, that we can take that makes sense and that's normal, but we always choose the craziest one. And I feel like just because it's necessary for every episode, I have to say, fuck scampers. That's all. But thank you for the money for Shadows. Really appreciate it. That was so nice. sweet. You're so nice. Shadow loves you too. I feel like the harder we try to be more normal, the worse it goes. We just gotta let our freak flag fly and let our freak flag do our fly. thing. <laughs> We're gonna be selling new merch, freak flags, <laughs> right next to our ass hat toupee. <laughs> Get your freaky on book club. <laughs> And if you like what you hear from us, we are on Instagram. We are stories from the phone book. We are also on Twitter. We are the phone book thoughts. Meow. Clever. And uh, yeah, that's it from us. We'll be here the same time next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Schmitty, thanks for joining us. Say bye. Meow, meow. <laughs> Stay All right. Fuckers. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> do whatever it is you do. <laughs>